What's up? You're listening to the Prayer Plug Podcast with your host, Jamika Carter, the Chief Encouragement Officer of Prayer Plug. Over here, you can expect to get prayed up and plugged in because we stand firm on getting lit for the Lord. For more encouragement, for more content, for more videos, for more prayers, download the Prayer Plug mobile app available in every app store. Now let's get plugged in. I know we all have things going on, so I had to make sure I made 31 days of prayer, getting lit for the Lord, available to all of our plugged in family. Y'all, this is originally recorded on this new audio app called Clubhouse. So any of the terminology or the transitions is all due to the fact that I'm recording this while I'm having a live conversation with a good gang of our prayer warriors in the prayer plug family. So listen in, get prayed up. If you have your pocket prayers, you can follow along with this. And if you don't have your pocket prayers, Run over to prayerplug.com and get yours. We have a digital version available and we have the physical product that you can get. There's a promo code on the mobile app and there's also a praise plan for this lituation that you can download from the Prayer Plug mobile app. Simply go to the mobile app Prayer Plug on your phone or download it at any app store and you can just tap into the app, click on Prayer Room, and you'll see the button to download your lituation praise plan. Now let's get plugged in. This word today though, ooh, this word though, let's get into it. Okay, today's word is Proverbs chapter three, verse seven. Oh, we all thought I was going with that. Y'all thought I was going with Proverbs three and five. I know we wear it out. It's just one of those things where we like, Oh, God, you told me that if I trust in you, then all things. That was the first scripture I I memorized, y'all, back in 2015 when I really got serious about Jesus. That was the first scripture I memorized. I was like, what? Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding and all your ways submit to him and he will make your path straight that's that one we see on everything it's on the mugs the t-shirts that's usually one of the top 10 that everybody want to shout out good so i'm glad that that's a really popular one because trust is at the core of every quality relationship and thank god we trusting in the lord with all our heart and not lean on our own understanding but for today's word though today's word is proverbs chapter 3 verse 7 and it reads, do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and shun evil. Mm. See, there's not too many things God wants us to shun, to look down upon, to turn away from. But something about that evil, something about evil and bad things and things outside of his will, shun it. Every time I think of the word shun, I just, I'm not being funny. I just think of a nun. I haven't even had too many occurrences in life where I've actually like had conversations with nuns. Besides when I lived in D.C. and I would see them when I would go past like Catholic, especially when they got the Aunt Pizza down there. OK, I was around there all the time. But I don't know why I think of a nun. Anybody else think of a think of a nun? Who do y'all think about when you think of the word shun? That's just a person that comes to my mind. And so this scripture, let's just break this down so God can build us up. Do not be wise in your own eyes. 
I know we talked about wisdom a couple nights ago and um, what the Lord was speaking to me was that many of our old folk, <laughs> be straight up, they just love to be like, they got wisdom, but many times they just have knowledge based on a limited experience. So that is the difference between wisdom and knowledge. I hear you, Holy Spirit, download it. Let's go. Wisdom is beyond your years. It's beyond your experience. It's beyond your know-how because wisdom is given from God and the Holy Spirit. Was given from God through the Holy Spirit, excuse me. And so let's be clear as Christians, just because you live long, that does not mean you have wisdom. Because again, I'm sure one or two of us in this room can attest to knowing somebody that's older than us and you look at them sideways and say, now, did that make sense? Or why are you that old acting like that? Or how, what? No, stop. Come on, get it together. (laughs) And so what that is telling me is that they have knowledge based on a limited experience. And so you have to be very careful when you are seeking confirmation or you are sharing plans God has given you from people that don't really walk in the wisdom of the Lord, because they'll start to tell you which way and what not way to go based on their knowledge, their lifetime and their limited experience and not the wisdom of the Lord. And something that has been such a blessing to Malcolm and I since we moved to L.A. And y'all, we know what we were doing with life. We just knew we got to cling to Jesus. And thank God, our first full day in L.A., we met our pastor in Staples. It was like, thank you, Jesus. He said, you know what? I know y'all came here. Y'all was ready for Hollywood, a big old house. Y'all was going to be flipping real estate. Starting y'all family. I'm sending y'all what y'all really need when y'all start this journey. Y'all need a shepherd that walks by faith, that knows my word, and is that going to love you with God as the center of all she does. And when I tell y'all our pastor has been such a blessing, because when Malcolm and I bring to her things we're worried about, we're concerned, we're questioning, and maybe it's faith, maybe it's fear, maybe it's flesh, like all of that. Y'all want to know the first thing she always says. Well, take it to God in prayer. Well, 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 I'll, I'll be praying for you. Well, I know that you you love God and, and God is watching you. God will lead you in a way to go. I have yet an opportunity. And Malcolm, feel free to raise your hand. I have yet, out of our almost three years of knowing her, met her in 2018. I have yet to have a conversation with our pastor. And we talk to her on a weekly basis. Like, we talk to our pastor. She's never told me what I should do other than to pray. She's like, God will direct you. God will tell you the way to go. And I have yet to have that experience with any other, and she in her 60s, and she a pastor. (laughs) And so I have yet in my life to ever meet an elder that I don't tell something to, and they don't immediately tell me what they think I should do. Well, this is what you need to do, and this is how this is going to go. Girl, I said, girl, we got some guys in here. Forgive me, fellas. I respect it. But it's but that's because my family is a lot of women. I have a lot of women in my family. And y'all know how we get, ladies. Can we be 100 about it? We love giving our opinion based on our limited experience. We love saying what somebody should do. Y'all, my best friend just had her, her baby yet, yesterday. Praise the Lord. Y'all, my friend Ebony that was in this room two days ago on Wednesday just had her baby in labor, almost 40-some hours. Jesus help her. But yes, y'all, the baby is here. And I had to like stop myself because I was about to give her so much advice. And she just 24 hours in the motherhood. I'm like, and and God come like he really like checked me. He was like, be quiet. 
Like she gonna get that one. And first of all, let her ask you. Don't just start offering things again. I'm working on that, y'all. Even in my marriage, like let people ask. Stop offering things. And so there will be opportunities where you'll be brought to a new situation or a circumstance, and there may be somebody that you admire because of what, like because of the fruit that that you've seen them bear. And so you'll go to them for affirmation, confirmation, or just for some, some guidance on where we should go. And God is pleased with wise counsel, but be clear. He said wise counsel, <laughs> meaning their life is rooted in God. Meaning first you prayed about it and you said, God, direct me to that person. I want to encourage all of us, Lord, and, and just, and just like <laughs> for real, Jesus, help me to, to, to pray about it before we go asking for answers through and from other people and resources. God, lead me to this. God, I'm really not sure if I should go about it that way. God, can you even tell me if this is the right time for me to go about it this way? Because Proverbs 3 and 7 tells us, do not be wise in your own eyes. Even question your intention with, with decisions that you choose to make. Am I supposed to be doing this right now? Because I believe we serve a God of provision, meaning the vision is so proper, so professional, so profound that it is beyond what you currently can even fathom in your present circumstances. Provision means it's, it's in advance. So God will give you provision and God has the omniscient provision of everything your life is intended to be, to experience, to have, to just flow. But guess what? We also need to ask, well, is this the time you have me to do this and to seek this and to ask for this answer? Or do I just need to cling to the fact that you cared enough about me to comfort me and to reveal to me this is what you have, but on your time? Re remember, outside of God, we cannot do anything. But with God, all things are possible. That's, that's his word too. Come on, Jesus. With God, all things are possible. And that's Matthew chapter 19, verse 26. With God, all things are possible. Today's prayer plug, if anybody had the opportunity to read it, the title of the prayer plug is slow down. Slow down. I'm telling y'all, when we find a pace of grace, and the, the, the blessing of a pace is it's specific to your journey, to your lifetime, to the fullness you have. Some of us will live to be 100. Some of us will live to be, I don't know how old. I'm not saying nothing else below that. <laughs> That's God's plan. But what I will know is none of us know what our lifespan will be like, even in years or experience. And so with us having a mindset of hustle, hustle, go hard, sometimes we tire ourselves out from even getting to the fullness because we get to the midway point. And we didn't put in so much and we ain't seen it as quick as we want or we put in so much that we burned so many bridges or we put in so much that we done left out God. And now we got to stop it all, give, give it all up just to get to him. There's a story in a Bible about a king that had everything. There's a king that had everything. And God, and he, he, he said, God, what I got to do to get into heaven? So y'all know there are some people so wealthy on earth with earthly riches, so wealthy, yet they still don't even know in their heart and in their spirit if they're going to get into heaven. And in, and in this story in the Bible, guess what God tells this man to do? He says, I want you to give up everything. 
This is a man that already has experienced everything, like the the, the riches. Like imagine like Jeff Bezos being like, all right, Jesus, it's it lit. I didn't got to a trillion. Okay. Woo. I got more commercials talking about what I do because I got to have a receipt on my giving. <laughs> then anything else, that makes me laugh too. I'm like, how are you the richest person still bragging about what you do? <laughs> like, okay. Anyway, bless him, Lord. Use him for your glory. Just make sure his health insurance and his benefits for the people that serving him are well, okay? In Jesus' name. But what if Jeff Bezos is like, what I got to do to get into heaven? And God like, you got to liquidate Amazon. <laughs> Like you gotta let it go and everything else that you own. And he like, oh what? <laughs> Hold on, I hear you. Wait, scattered, breaking up. Let me turn my Wi-Fi off. Like all of a sudden, he don't hear nothing I got to say. Because God knows that some of us will have so much earthly riches, but we've lacked relationship with God. That when he comes, that when it comes to testing our heart. We have made up in our minds that it's because of our work and because of our all it's because of our knowledge, you know, our experience that we've gotten what we've gotten and we don't want to give it up. This is why we cannot be wise in our own eyes, y'all, because we start to idolize material things. And in seasons where God is telling you to surrender something, to take your hand off of something, to trust in him that whatever he takes, he's going to double, triple, quadruple it to give it back to you. We start to be like, but I did the work. Wait, no, stop. <laughs> like, it's mine. Like, we really start to believe that anything we have, even our life, belongs to us. It all belongs to God. So I'm so grateful that we serve a father that tells us to not be wise in our own eyes, that tells us to fear him. And I think that's such a blessing when he, when the writer of Proverbs decided, and Solomon is the writer of Proverbs. Who, who also was one of the kings that had it all. <sighs> but y'all, he fell short. Another day, another story. So we are not to be wise in our own eyes. I keep repeating it for my own benefit because currently as we get close to day 31 of Live for the Lord prayers, I have been, y'all, I've been wrestling with the Holy Spirit. I'm like, God tells me to work. He said, Faith is dead without works. You know, I'm like, oh, not being funny, but that's exactly what the enemy did to Jesus when he was tempted in the wilderness. The enemy told Jesus, y'all, and this is, oh, you really got to like challenge yourself when it comes to trying to use the word just so it work in your favor, but not being led by God. Because it shows us even in God's word that the enemy used the word against Jesus to try to get him to slip. When Jesus was in the wilderness praying and fasting, it's always when you're praying and fasting. It's always when you get into a groove of being consistent with your word and, and living your life according to his will. The enemy like, oh, let me just try something slight. <laughs> Take him off course real quick. Guess what he did? While Jesus starving, y'all. Because I know he didn't do no Daniel fast like we do. You know, we like, let me just do fruits and vegetables. <laughs> Jesus wasn't eating. 40 days, 40 nights. And the enemy was like, well, if you are the son of God, then throw yourself off the cliff and the Lord, your God will save you. Because in his word, he tells us that if we are to be, you know, um, if we are to face any trials and tribulations and we call on the, the and we call on the father, we will be saved. And Jesus is also like, and the Lord tells me don't tempt him. The Lord tells me don't test him without any foundation. Like Jesus spoke that word right back to him, like for real. Bro, I see what you're trying to do and it's not going to work. 
And so we also have to challenge ourselves because that part of us that's human, that flesh, is constantly going to try to use knowledge to attack wisdom. We get wisdom in God's word through God's word. Sometimes God will audibly speak to you in dreams, signs and symbols. You be daydreaming one day and you see a flash like, what, Jesus, I saw it. I felt that that was you. But for many of us, speaking to myself, I have to read his word to actually hear from God. I'm not at that place where some people are like, oh, he's speaking. And it's moments like this where I am going before you all, being covered and just like enamored with the Holy Spirit that God allows me to speak. Because every single time we get in this room, God speaks to me. It's just scripture I didn't even know that lived in me starts coming out. I'm like, wow, I'm glad I read it. I'm, I may not know like the book and the verse, but I know the text. Shout out to you, Jesus. Thank you. And so with us not being fear, with us not having wisdom in our own eyes and with us having fear of the Lord, we don't cling to idols. We very easily can know when it's our flesh trying to confuse us and when it's us walking by faith and aligning with God's will that's leading us to do and to say what God is pleased with and what he's leading us to do. So take a moment to slow down. I promise you that goal that you set, it will get accomplished. For some of us, it won't happen on our timeline, but guess what? I will prefer my goal to show up and God be the reason that it was given to me than me doing it in my own power. Because guess what? My own power has to sustain the blessing remaining. I can't make sense of being able to sustain a marriage, motherhood, friendships, a prayer ministry, real estate investing, public speaking, child, my natural hair, my nails, my hair, my body working out, eating healthy. How can I ever sustain all of that if I do anything in my own power? Like, what does your ideal life look like? And and it's okay. I'm never, ever telling y'all we should not dream and have visions and, and, and believe bigger than what we see. I know we serve a God that desires that for all of us. But what I am saying is that what you're trying to add up day by day to make sense so you can get there by a certain timeline will not add up the way God adds it up. Like, God's counting makes no sense. That's why he he could take five loaves of bread and two pieces of fried whiting and feed 15,000 people. And yes, I said 15,000 because the Bible tells us there were 5,000 men. They didn't mention all the wives they had back in the day and all the kids that the wives were having. <laughs> Thank God we don't do that multiple wives these days. I'm not sharing Malcolm Carter, Jesus. No, I'm not. Only with you. Like only, only with God. Thank you, Lord. So today is a perfect day, y'all, for us to really break the bondage and the barriers that tries to tell us if it doesn't happen on my timeline, then it just it just won't be. You know, it can't be God's will. If you have been wrestling with anxiety and frustration with a test and an assignment God has has given you right now is a perfect day. It's Friday. Take Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Yes, I said three days because some great things happen in three days. <laughs> okay. He rose on a third day. Easter's on the way. Resurrection day. Hallelujah. He rose. He's risen. Take three days. Let today be the day you just sit it down. Let today be the day you just put it down. Maybe you you stop having the conversations with that person that you've been wrestling with. You stop working on the, the business model for entrepreneurs. You, you stop peripheral y'all might not want to hear this but you stop working out for a couple days if you have been idolizing and really been hard on yourself about your body please keep eating healthy though <laughs> like don't be allowed to get these doritos cookies and cream ice cream because i'm taking a break no come on 
use the knowledge. You know, those those are things where knowledge is fruitful. <laughs> but take three days, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, to just put a pause on it. If there's something you've been wrestling with, something you've been uneasy about, something where it's like, is this my spirit or is this my flesh? Take the time to let God speak to you. Give him room, give him room, give him room, give him room. God is so faithful. God wants to do a new thing in your life. God wants to sustain what he gives you so you can maintain it. God wants to prepare you for the mighty miracles only his giving hand can provide. And God wants to show you who he is in your life. Depend on him. He is so, so good. He is so, so good. Now let's get into this prayer. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. How sweet the sound. How lit the name. Thank you for being our Lord and Savior. Thank you that on this Friday, we can truly come to you, Lord God, encouraged by your word, your power, your presence, Lord God. Thank you for your providence over all things things, Lord Jesus. Thank you for the possibilities that we have, not in our own power, but the possibilities we have in you by your power, Lord God. I'm so thankful, Father, that there's so much freedom in calling out our faults and our sins. There is so much freedom, Lord God, and just strengthening of relationship. When we keep it 100 with you and 100 with the people you call us to be in relationship with down here on earth, Lord God. Thank you so much, Father, that you hear our prayers. Thank you that so much is available, Lord God, when we are righteous in your sight, Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that when we trust in you with all of our heart and we don't lean on our own understanding, Lord God, that you make our path straight, Father. We submit to your will and your way. We submit to your timing, Father. I'm so, so lit about you walking everywhere. You being a God that could have had wings on your back to fly from miracle to miracle. You being a God that could have said, you know what? I'm riding on a chariot. Give me two forward and style years to take me where I need to be. You walked. You walked. I don't even know if you had on some quality Birkenstocks when you was getting it in. Maybe some Skechers. I don't know the good ones for the feet. Doctor shows with it. But whatever you had on your feet, you still walked. Miles on miles on miles on miles. City to cities. Jesus, thank you for your pace. Thank you for your example, Lord God. Thank you so much, Jesus, that you are calling us to slow down and we are not missing. But if anything, we're getting more when we slow down. Because when we slow down, we see you more. We hear you more. We feel you more, Father God. There's just so much room for you to maneuver and have your way when we slow down, take our hands off the wheel. When we slow down to really honor the Sabbath, when we slow down to acknowledge you, to not make all of our prayers in motion, but to have prayer time that's truly just stillness, whether in the chair, on our bedside, on our knees, Lord God, but to not always want to do something while we pray. Please convict us, Lord God, when we want to just fill our days so much that it doesn't leave you room to move. Please slow us down and help us, Father, to value time with you more than anything we can do that's self-serving for ourselves and, e and even others sometimes. We don't want to get like Martha, God. We heard about her yesterday. We want to be more like Mary, amazed at your presence, Lord God, excited for it, craving it and needing it, Lord. 
for what you have for us. We cannot get on our own. We can only get it through your presence, Lord. So we acknowledge it. We thank you for this fresh and this newness of just pace that we have, Lord. We want to be in alignment with your grace. We want to experience your power in everything we do. We want to have the conviction to turn away from evil. And we want to have the discernment to know whether it's wisdom and whether it's knowledge. We want to move with wisdom given from you, through you, and by you. And in the mighty, precious, and undefeated name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. We didn't got prayed up. We didn't got plugged in. First of all, we just got lit for the Lord. Anybody else is feeling brand, brand new right now? Okay. Getting lit, getting turned, getting everything in between. God has so much for you. All he asks you to do is give him some faith and some excitement, okay, to see it through. So I just pray that this touched you, this bless you. This has got you in a whole new focus on who you are and what God is calling you to do. You can get more of the lit for the Lord prayers on the podcast and the mobile app. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and share it with somebody else that need to get lit for the Lord. And let's keep it up, y'all. We've been doing this, staying disciplined, staying hungry, and staying at the Lord's feet. Hey, reach out, send your prayer requests, send your praise reports, and connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and through the mobile app. We love you over here, y'all. Stay plugged in.